What is up, everybody? I'm George Masi. I am here right now with my co-host, Didi. Say hello to Didi right now. So this is my first time covering Love in Paradise. We're seasons behind. This is season three, episode one. But I am here. We decided to cover it. I'm obsessed with the show. Like, I'm obsessed with the islands, beautiful people, and the fact that it started on Discovery Plus and then it spilled its way back over to TV. So I'm, I'm about all of it. So sorry that I'm late. To the party, but I'm here. So I want to start out and talk about the first new person that we met on this episode. And her name is Jessica. She lives in Wyoming. I'm not 100% sure where Wyoming is on the map, but I know it's a state because I did learn that in school. And she explained to us how small of a town she lives in. It's called like Torrington. And it's like 5,000 people. And they have like a city center where no one's driving in. And we learned about her and her family, her kids, and we learned that she likes to get out of town, which I can relate to. I like to go on vacation. She likes to go on cruises, her and her friend Megan. And while they were on a cruise, she met her words, not mine, most beautiful man that she's ever seen in her life. His name is Juan, and she met him on a cruise ship, and he's a cruise ship bartender. And it turned into this budding romance, right? And she said that after nine months, she started to go see him every month, every month. Like she would go back to either a cruise that he was on. She would go to Columbia to see him. And it's getting very serious because they're engaged. And the only thing that she really needs to worry about at this point, well, there's two things. I'm going to just jump in. There's two things, right? So one is a bartender known as the hot bartender. So he flirts all day, every day. He Kate's flirt, and there are women, beautiful single women, by the way, who are on cruises and looking to have a good time that are surrounding him all the time. And oh, that Jessica is there a lot, like every month, but she can't watch him 24-7. So that's one worry. I always worry about temptation. You know, it brings you back to like the Garden of Eden. You know, it's just temptation. It's hard for people to say no to things. But then also there's the idea that one is a single man. And she has two young boys, sons, who are looking, you know, to make one their stepdad. They love him. And it's like, is he going to be ready for that? So I want to get your first impression of Jessica and Juan and this whole entanglement of what she has going on with Juan now. My take on it is that I, this is a this is going to be a very interesting um, couple. Very interesting. Uh, first, you know, he's on a cruise ship. He meets hundreds and thousands of single women, you know, uh, he is traveling the world and she comes from this little bitty town of 5,000 people that she said smells like cow poop. <laughs> I mean, he's going to go from living on a cruise ship, traveling the world to a little bitty town in Wyoming smelling cow poop. So <laughs> and not only that, it's going to be taking care of two children. <laughs> so now that you brought that up, I'm going to add to the three things to worry about. I said two <laughs> things to worry about. Now he has the third thing to worry about. Okay, you can pet. It is, yeah, the, this is going to be a very interesting couple. I'm excited to see where, where they're going to end up. So, yeah. I just want to say one more thing. So Jessica <laughs> brought Megan on the trip with her. And the trip was actually for to spend time like a week with the boys like as a family jessica don't bring a babysitter with you like that's not gonna defeat the purpose because we know they're gonna be stuck with the boy while you and one are out doing adult things so i yes. want i wanted yes. to be real life 
Yeah, yeah like, I want to be spending time together. <laughs> right. It needs to be real life situations. And when you have kids, it's a real life thing. There isn't always be So I wanted him to see what it's really like because he's gonna be coming to live with you. He needs to know what it's really like with just you and the boys and him together. Because Megan being there is gonna make it so much easier because you can go out and do things. She'll be there to watch the boys. That might not always be the case. So I want him to have a full picture of what he's getting into because a town that smells like cow manure, that only has 5,000 people, that barely has cars on the road, you know, I want him to know what's going on. Like you, he's a cruise ship guy in beautiful places all the time. He needs to know what's going on for real. Yeah, he needs to wake up and 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 see exactly what is what he's getting himself into. Uh, taking care of children is not easy, and she said that every time they're together, it's like being on vacation. They have fun. Well, he's supposed to have a rude awakening because it's not always fun um, when you have kids around. It's fun, but not as fun. <laughs> There is nothing untrue about that statement. Okay, so I want to talk about Scott and Lydia. Kind of Nicole, too. Nicole's in there, too. So Scott, Lydia, and Nicole. Let's just throw it in there as that. So Scott's from Florida. He's 51. And Allie is the man girl in his life. Now, don't get worried. Allie is this beautiful dog that he dresses and he bathes and he treats like a human. He takes her to the shop and buys her ice cream. Like, it was a beautiful relationship between them. But, like, honestly... That's kind of weird, Scott. Like, honestly, like, a little bit weird. But that's okay. That's okay. He was married for 25 years to his high school sweetheart. It didn't work out. And of all people in the entire world, Alejandro, Alejandro from Family Chantel was dating Nicole, Lydia's daughter, who, Nicole, who Lydia literally threw out of her house and threw him down the stairwell. This is the guy who introduced Scott to Lydia. And Lydia's like, of all the things that I hate about Alejandro, have to say that I love the fact that he introduced me to Scott and I'm like see the one guy you were throwing out of the house that you chased around the park and tried to hit with first the one guy who was looking out for you when he was at the gym go said, figure hey, right <laughs> I see, go figure this is why this is why when you're in traffic and someone cuts you off don't just really really fast flip them off it might be the person who's gonna hook you up love of life stop reacting so quickly so lydia who hasn't dated for 12 years is now jumping back into the dating pool and i kind of nicole is like well remember how you were so harsh to me when i was trying to find love and you were so picky and you gave me such a hard time well she's like welcome to my world mom because that's exactly how i'm gonna do this with you and i love that for nicole because nicole you went through so much i i literally remember nicole sitting and outside crying on episodes like because she couldn't go out with alejandro she had to hide him like he didn't exist in the world that's how serious it was so now nicole is like now i get to be the the dr jekyll mr hyde evil a devil's advocate so she's like i'm gonna make sure that he's the right guy for you and he's gonna treat you right and can we talk about real quick scott doesn't speak any spanish and lydia doesn't speak any english so how does that work that is going to be very interesting because they're going to have to use translators all the time. I mean, like, and then we all know that the translators, 95% of the time, isn't even saying what they're actually saying. So it's it's a lot of misinterpretation. And yeah. this is a, going to be a very interesting couple. But it was funny yeah. that um, how Nicole was saying that she was going to be, um, be the mom 
figure in this relationship she that she was going to let her mom see exactly how it feels oh my god yeah i don't blame the nicole had spent through hell and back with her mom no man nicole said it no man who was born to earthly body was good enough for her no matter what she did no matter what he did no matter what school he was just a bad choice for her so nicole get her get her back this is your (laughs) pay back lydia pay back (laughs) everything that even looks remotely like a red flag even if it's yellow or orange just just go off on her go off just be like nope you know what i'm no, there's no chance. Kick him to the curb. You do not need that. You are better than this. I will disown you as my mom. You know, like, don't even do it. Don't even let her be happy. Because that's how she <laughs> you, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, payback is a B. And Lydia's fisting to get it. I'm excited to see where this goes because, you know, we've watched Lydia and Nicole for a long time. You know, we watched them on oh, yeah. Chantel. We watched from Pedro and Chantel's beginning of their relationship to their marriage to the end of their relationship. Like, we watched the whole thing. So now we're going to watch Lydia go through this process. And I'm just wondering how this is going to be because Lydia's kind of cold-hearted. You know, to the idea of her having a heart at all, you know, that was a little shocking for me. I was like, really? You want to be, like, in a relationship? I didn't see that for you. All right, okay, we've taken up too much time on that. We have to talk about um, Valentine and Carlos. And I knew that they were still together because I peeped social media. I was stalking them. I knew that they were still together. But what I didn't know was over the past few years, they've broken up, like, constantly. Like, I didn't know that. Like, they don't advertise that, so I wasn't aware. And the most recent time, like, three weeks before their wedding, which I think is a huge red flag, like, if you're breaking up. Once you get married, you can't just break up. It's not like that anymore. So they were having this argument, and there's this woman. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. There's Michelle. this woman named Michelle. Michelle is a friend of Carlos's. And, okay, so Carlos, as we know, identifies as gay. That's what he told us last season. I'm not putting words in his mouth. That's what he told us. He then told us this season that he is actually bisexual. And I didn't know that. He didn't tell us. So this is news to us. Um, maybe um, Valentine knew. I don't know. But there was a girl named Michelle, and he had feelings for her. And he, like, they wanted to be together. He wanted, well, not they. He wanted to be together with her. And he tried to pursue her. He told her. And this was before Valentine and Carlos met in person. So that's a timeline for you guys. It wasn't, like, while they were together. I mean, they were together. But not, like, physically in person. So Michelle didn't feel the same way. So Carlos take the rejection as an end of their friendship and they're still close so here's where the problem is valentine who is polyamorous means he can love more than one person at the same time <laughs> carlos didn't like that about him last season so he was like you can't love more than one person you should just love me so valentine is like how did you love her and me if you're not polyamorous he's like as you told me i couldn't love more than one person other than you so that was a really good point so Valentine is like you keeping her in your life, I feel like is something that is making me trust you less because you've admitted to me that you wanted something with her. It just didn't happen because she didn't feel the same way. And now the dilemma comes in because the wedding is coming up and Carlos wants Michelle to be at the wedding. And obviously Valentine does not want someone to be at his wedding that was once very close to stealing his husband away if he would have been interested. And I actually agree, like why should she be there? 
So instead of just flat out saying no, because Valentine is a very reasonable man. So yeah. Valentine decided that he's going to go to Columbia and he's going to meet this Michelle, kind of get a vibe from her. And then he'll decide from there because it's true. You shouldn't hate someone you've never yeah. met. I do agree with that. It's like, you can't say, well, I like her because you've never met her. So he's going to go and he's going to meet her. He's going to try to feel her out and see if it's possible that she can be trusted, be invited to the wedding. So what do you think of all this craziness? Because in my mind, I thought they were doing fine the whole time. So I was a bit shocked. I was shocked too, because they were one of my favorite couples from last season. I was so excited that they were going to be back on the season. Um, but Valentine, Valentino can't really say anything because whenever uh, they started hanging out, they were in their, their break. I think it was like a two or three week break that they were in. So he really can't get upset because he had another relationship with someone. But at the same time, you know, he is Polly and he is he's he's suspecting Carlos to be OK with him to be Polly. But he's not being OK with Carlos being bisexual. I mean, there's got to be, you know, a, a, a medium there. And I wouldn't want someone that that I knew that my fiance was, um, you know, possibly um, intimate with because they did uh, they did say that they were intimate, just not sexually. But it got almost to there. So, yeah, I, I'm in agreement with Valentino. She shouldn't be there at all. Yeah, I think that it's always a bad practice to invite people to your wedding that make anyone feel uncomfortable, especially people that you've had a relationship with. Like, even though like you said it wasn't physical, it was very close physical. They were very close, laying on each other, you know, cuddling. That's very close, you know? And if it makes anyone uncomfortable, I think you shouldn't invite people to the wedding. We kind of were talking about that on Darcy and Stacy, right? Like, don't invite exactly. people to your wedding that are making people feel uncomfortable. You know, you don't want that. You want everybody to be happy for not feeling like, Ooh, I don't like that person's tie dye. And be like, that's not what you want at your wedding. So we're going to see how this goes. I'm excited. This was just the first episode. Right? All this drama was just the first episode of the show, and it hasn't even really started. So we're going to see how Juan reacts to being a stepdad. And I'm kind of interested in that because I don't know if he's ready for that. Being around pretty girls and serving them drinks all day, I don't know if that's a stepdad, you know? So we're going to have to see how that goes. Plus, four people we haven't even met for the season. So that's how good this season is going to turn out. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for this episode. But George Moss, Night Day Fiance, Love and Paradise, Season 3, Episode 1. Thank you so much to my co-host, Didi, for joining me. Um, I'm George Massey. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at GeorgeMassey.com in any way you get your podcast. And make sure you look for this podcast again next week after the episode because we're going to be talking about the whole season. 